Are your kitchen and bathroom way overdue for a remodel? Well, I got the guy for you. Call John Sellers at First Response Contracting, 484-256-7136. Both residential and commercial services, and he's licensed and insured. Call him at 484-256-7136, First Response Contracting. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You. We are back in the studio with another special guest. We got some really good guests coming in lately, I got to tell you. I'm very excited about the guest today. She is back here in New York City, fresh from Dubai, and she is all over the place of real estate. She's doing all kinds of things. She also is going to be starting a website for pets, uh, selling used pet stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting what she's doing. But uh, without any other uh, delay here, Kelly Robinson, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? First I'm of all, doing I great. I want to say how much I love your intro. Oh, like thank you. Great voice, and you're so engaging, and like I wish I could do that. <laughs> well, I've seen your show, and you do a fantastic job. Thank you. You, you so do. Absolutely. I've watched a couple of your episodes. I'm watching little pieces here and there because I always like to see other podcasts. I do. It's You learn from each one you listen to is the way I look at it. So um, thanks for being here. So fresh in Dubai. When did you get back from Dubai? I think I got back Tuesday. Tuesday. Wow. And so you're like all upside down. Are you back to your normal sleep patterns and all those things? I'm getting there. Yeah. It this takes morning, a while. I woke up at three thirty, which was like the best I've woke, the best I've I've done in a while. Wow! I, I think I fell asleep at like seven forty five last night. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so weird because it takes, like you said, it's an eight hour difference, and that just really is hard to get to get your body back into that pattern again of of you know our time here in New York, where you're in New York and I'm here in Reading, but same time period. Yeah, and you know, I I always try and like time it when I sleep on the flights. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you always have to adjust. But you know what? It's worth it. Absolutely. I've seen pictures, and I've seen a lot of heard a lot of people that have been there and say it's pretty. It's a pretty incredible place. Yeah, you know what's amazing about it? Uh, first of all, I I had so much trouble packing to go there. I went there in Qatar for the Grand Prix. Oh wow! And. I had so much trouble packing and I was reading the the young 2023 blogs by these young bloggers. And it's so incredible how censored our internet is. I packed like I I was going to be a nun. I got there and I had to go shopping because everybody was in like short skirts and like sleeveless tops. And I'm like covered like, you know, scarves and dresses below the knee, even to go out at night. And, and like, everybody's making fun of me. And I'm like, well, I didn't want to be disrespectful. No, that's cool. It's nothing like what they say it is. Isn't that something, you know, it's something I never thought of because, you know, when you look to pack, like we went to Alaska this past summer and it's the same kind of thing. You're looking to see how to pack because, because you don't know, you don't know how to pack. It is funny how, you know, you read online, but for there, it's how they want you to dress. Is that right? That's yeah, good. but you know what? They didn't care. Yeah, so who puts that they stuff out there? They don't care. They're so open and accepting. Oh, and it's amazing. Nothing I read was true. And you know what? I loved it. Oh, that's I, I cool. had such a great time. And Qatar as well. You know, I had a, a meeting with um, the man who pretty much rebuilt Qatar. Wow. Um, when I was there, and it was the day after the, the attack on Israel. Oh, geez, yeah. And... He was very sad for his friends from Israel and yeah. he was not a Hamas supporter at all. And he was very open minded. And, you know, it's true. People are not necessarily their government. It's so true. 
So true. I agree with that 100%. I try to tell our kids that when there's certain times where we say things about, you know, certain uh, places. And, and we'll say, I always say, look, it's not the people. It's the government. We dislike the government. We dislike the way the government controls the people. We don't dislike the people. The people are just like you and I. You know, I'm not my government either. Even as, as good as we feel the United States is, well, I'm still not my government, you know, my own person. So it's a good point. It's a really good point. So yeah. I love that. That's why I like to travel because you don't understand a culture until you're immersed in it. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. So uh, let's jump in a little bit here into your uh, career. you got a pretty amazing career here going on. You, you uh, started in real estate in 2005 in New York City. Now you're looking to go to Miami, you said, in 2023. But one of the things that stuck out to me, and you can you can dig into this, is that you're um, also a part of the Realm Global. Yeah. And what can you dig into what that is a little bit more for me? Because I'm not as familiar with that. So Realm is an invite-only membership of the top one and a half percent, or at least that's what they claim, uh, real estate professionals in the country, uh, in the world, sorry, wow. globally. Wow. And it's a great network and, um, you do have to pay for the membership, but it's nominal compared to what you get out of it. The connections that you make, we get access to WealthX, which if you bought yourself would be $30,000 a year. Wow. Um, and it's just, you know, the, the amazing people around the world, it, you never know. One of my girlfriends asked me not too long ago, Kelly, do you do you have anybody in the Vaughn area of Switzerland? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's awesome. So it's just a huge, it's an international referral network basically too, right? Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. And you got asked to be in that. Yeah. You were rated in the Wall Street Journal. I can't, right here, as 1.5% top realtors in the nation through Wall Street Journal. That's incredible. Thank you. You know, I have to say, I think not to like put myself down, but I think it's easier when you're in a market that the, where the prices are so high yeah. to make it there. And I don't think it's always necessarily fair. And I think that's why they do it by price and volume, yeah. you know, and, and number of deals, because you have to make it fair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. For me to do the production you're doing in New York City, I'd have to sell like 1500 homes probably. <laughs> yeah, because I see some of the, I mean, some of the prices up there are incredible in New York City. Is How is the market up there? Why don't we talk about that a little bit? What What's going on up there? It's like it's like I'm sure it is where you are, where it's just there's there's not enough inventory. Yeah, same here. Um, and a lot of what's out there for sale needs a renovation, and people just in my market anyway, they don't want to renovate right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, there's still supply chain issues and whatnot, and um, you have to jump through a lot of hoops in New York City to renovate. But the things that are renovated are going quickly and. You know, despite interest rate hikes, we haven't really dipped in price. We've kind of gone sideways and and maybe even in some sectors gone up a little bit. The starter home market is actually really strong, which I was surprised about because of interest rates. Starter home. Um, What's a starter home for you? So, start, you know, in New York City, like rock bottom, and it's very hard to find. You could find something for about 300000 but it is wow. going to be the size of a walk-in closet, maybe in a regular home, if that. Right, right. Wow, it's incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, that's really your entry point, but you can do it. And I, I tell people all the time, do it, because that's how you build wealth, yeah. and that's how you get to your one-bedroom, and then your two-bedroom, and then your mansion. 
Yeah, exactly. So what's a t- so just curious, just, and then we'll move on to other stuff here. What's a what's a two bedroom, uh, two bath place in New York, New York City? Okay, so it depends. We have co ops, we have condos. Okay, co ops tend to be twenty to thirty percent less than condos because you're purchasing shares in a corporation, not real property. There's a co op gotcha. board interview, all sorts of stuff. Gotcha. So you can get something for about you starting one and a half but you can go all the way up to four or five Jeez. for a condo for a two bed, two bath. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. And what's funny, you, what you described your market as, which is really interesting is this pretty much the same as ours. It is the rates has, the rates have done a little bit of a difference, especially on the really high end in our market, the really high end in our market, the rates have definitely, they haven't depreciated. They just kind of, now they're a little bit more level. And in certain areas, they're still going up. It depends on the location, depends on what you're selling. So it's, it sounds very much the same because all my friends are like, Oh, how can you even be doing any business with the rates at 8% or seven and a half? I'm like, people want to buy, they're going to buy, you know? And right now with the inventory, you got to buy it when you see it. There's, there's no such thing as waiting for the rates to come down because we don't know when that's going to be. Absolutely. And you could always refinance. Yeah, exactly. And not to mention, I mean, a home is kind of like a primitive thing, right? It's shelter. Yeah. I mean, a second home or a vacation home, maybe not. But a home is a primitive thing. And not only that, but in New York City anyway, the rents are insane. Yeah. People yeah. are just pissed off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They rents are crazy. Somebody else's mortgage. They don't want to pay $5,000 a month for a studio. Whew, that's incredible. 5000 a month for a studio. That means that there's no bedroom, really. It's just all in one room, right? Yeah. Crazy. Unbelievable. You from the bed to the kitchen. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. It's good though for when you're hungry in the middle of the night, because you can basically just go off the side of your bed and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then bring it over and just eat it. Right. <laughs> it's very convenient. Oh my goodness. So let's, uh, let's dig into some more stuff here. So you tend to, from what I was reading up here, you tend to do uh, some business with like the sports and entertainment world. I, you know, I was just thinking, I know Taylor has been up there recently and, you know, cause you know, Travis and her are like the new hot item. So you selling a house to, to Travis at all, you know, now in New York city. I mean, what happens, you know, I wish, I mean, <laughs> I wish, but like we all sidebar, we all know that there's going to be a song about Travis. At oh, of point. course. Which is a breakup song. It's what it is. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, I, I wish, um, I, I have dealt with a lot of people in entertainment, a lot of people who, who you might know, um, and that's sports. awesome. Mostly entertainment because that's the background I came from, but I'm starting to get more into sports. I do athlete education, so, you know, that helps with the sports end of things. Yeah, I love the the athlete education. I had to look up NIL because I'm not a big sports person. I'm more I'm more from the entertainment business myself. So I was a singer okay. for many years, played instruments and things like that. So when I looked up the NIL, my friends would probably laugh at me. Um, but yeah, that's a great idea where you say that you're you're helping to educate them on building passive income and wealth through real estate investments. I love that. Because a lot of a lot of young people, when they get money, whether it's through the NFL or the college or wherever it is, they tend to just blow it. Uh, and all of a sudden, if they blow that and they also blow out a knee, they're in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. So you're educating them on what to do with it. To a T. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, something else is that, you know, you can you can educate the 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 senior players to buy homes for the rookies to rent. Right. Oh, isn't and that something? And the rookies something? can all share the home because that's what they do a lot of times. Yeah. And then the rookies can buy something small. They don't have to start in New York City. They can start 
Niagara Falls, you know, yeah. somewhere, somewhere, you know, outside of Austin or Nashville that's up and coming or whatever, put $50,000, you know, and put $10,000 down, just start small, start getting some, something with a good return on investment and just start building wealth and building a passive income because you never know when you're going to get injured or if you're going to be a one hit wonder yeah, if you're yeah, in exactly. the entertainment industry. Yeah, it's it's you're yeah. so right about that. You know who else used to specialize in that was Jason Abram from uh, Keller Williams. He had his own show. It was uh, Score the Deal, uh, and that was a show that was on HGTV. He's now a big wig at KW at Keller Williams, and he had his big thing was that he got out of doing. He used to sell NFL NFL players' homes and stuff like that. And he said one of the things that he would see happen a lot is they would just blow their money on things and not buy a home or or not buy things that are tangible that you can actually you know hold on to and get and have value. It's so interesting. Yeah, and you're you're looking to do the same thing. Cars yeah. Yep. Lose value when you drive them off the lot. They end up buying things for their friends and their family and whatnot. And I mean, they also a lot of times when you're brand new, you don't understand the tax implications. Yes, exactly. Because when you blow that money, you owe taxes on that money you're getting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, yeah. definitely. That's interesting. So then let's go into, so how did your podcast start? It's Kelly Minds Her Own her Manners, which manners is spelled differently. Um, yeah. But tell me about that. Did that start during the, the pandemic? Did you start it before that? Because that's when I started this. I started this. Remember you were saying before about you needed something to do? I, I We got shut down in Pennsylvania. It was it was pretty rough here as, about, as, as far as getting shut down. We got shut down and I said, I need something to do. I can't just sit here and not be creative or not do something. And that's when I started the podcast. Uh, so tell me about, You're so, really great. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Tell me yeah. about your podcast. I, I want to hear about this. I started it in February. It's called Kelly minds her manners manners with an O like homes. Cause you know, we yep. like the little play on words. Yes. And, um, it's about real estate and entrepreneurship. I like to talk to people about their story and I love hearing about how people's failures led them to success or Absolutely. how something that might be stigma stigmatized that might make somebody else feel like they can never succeed didn't get in their way and they're super successful despite it or because of it. Um, and so, you know, some, a couple of people suggested I start a podcast and I was like, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't really listen to them. I kind of feel like a fraud. And then I started listening to some and I was like, this is really cool. I don't know if I'd be good at it, but I do love to hear people's stories. So I started it in February and, you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see where it goes. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because I think what you'll find too, and not that I'm any expert on it, but what you'll find is you'll you'll grow. You'll grow with it. It's really strange, but you'll grow with it. You'll learn a lot from it in, in different ways. Everybody has their own experience, but it's it's a very enlightening type of experience. I mean, this is my th- third year, Hugo. I think we're going on third year, and um, it is. I learn a lot, and, and it helps me be better. It helps me be able to serve my clients better, help, helps with conversations and things. So, no, I think you should keep doing it, and, and we'll have to touch base with you on that as time goes on. Um, so let's go into let's go into the pet thing, and then I want to go into your passions because they really match up with a lot of the passions that I have besides real estate. Let's go into the, the pet products that you're going to be doing or that you're selling. I think it's a great idea. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Are you tired of looking at your car covered in road salt and winter grime or not quite getting the results you would like to see from the car wash? Well, I've got just the solution for you. The Detail Shop, your go-to destination for premium auto detailing. Thanks. 
So I have a company um, that we are about to launch. We just finished our business plan and pitch deck and um, it's called Pawn Shop for Pets. <laughs> I love that. That's okay. great. Um, I thought about it before the pandemic um, when my dog grew out of his crate and everything else really quickly. And I had all this brand new stuff and nowhere to, to sell it. And I ended up giving it away. Um, but I was like, there should be a dedicated place like eBay, but just for pet products or Etsy for custom, you know, pet products right, or whatever. Right. And so when, when we had the lockdown, I decided I needed to do something with myself and I decided to go for it and it's called pawn shop for pets and it is sustainable and it's like Poshmark meets Etsy for pet products. And, uh, we have charitable elements to it and we're going to be donating some of our proceeds to pet charities. And it's not just dogs and cats. It's everything from like fish and hamsters to horses and everything in between. You know how many times I've seen fish tanks in basements that are not being used? Seriously. Do you know what I mean? Like I've seen, cause, cause what'll happen is their kids get into having fish or whatever, and they'll buy the nice tank and the pump and all this stuff. And then you go into the base of the house and it's been there, probably been there for you. There's cobwebs on it, but there's a place where like right there, a fish could have a home and it, and it's there in somebody's basement. Right. Yeah. So I love that idea. You definitely have to keep me informed on that. Cause I want to spread the word via social media and stuff. Once you get that, you know, really up and going, let me know. Cause I think that's a good one. That's a, that's a definite niche that nobody's ever done yet. So I love that. Thank you so much. I hope, I oh, hope yeah. nobody feels it before I launch. Well, get it going, get it going. Um, yeah. So let's go into passions. And these are all just good things for business it has nothing to do with real estate it has to do with business and also just being a good person. And and just want to go through the, the couple the things that you had on here was relationships based business versus transactional business. Um, you know, what is that how you got to where you are? I think so. Um, you know, I'm lucky that I can say in 18 years, I've only had three people who've transacted again, not transact with me. Um, and I think that's because I try to take care of people and I really try to do what's in their best interest. And if I don't think they should buy, or I don't think they should sell, or I don't think this is a good property for them from a financial perspective, I say so. Yeah. That's and, good. um, you know, I think honesty and relationships are so much more important than quick cash. That's so true. So true. Otherwise you're on the hamster wheel. It's so true. Yeah. And, um, I'm reading a book right now. You probably already read it too. It's, um, instead of go getter, it's go giver, the go giver. I don't know if you've read it. Oh, I've heard of that. It's I a read really it. good book. You should, I'm reading it right now. Uh, and I'll tell you what, it's really good. And it's all about that. It's about the fact of serving and giving is, is the most important part in any relationship when it comes to business, your, your, your spouses, your, your children, your, your family, everything it's about giving. And it's not, and they talk about it not being win-win because win-win means that you negotiate it and it's 50, 50, it should always be a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So you give a hundred percent into the relationship and then you, the other person will most likely do the same, but it, it's really a good book and it's a, it's a storybook. It actually goes through the whole process in a story, but it's called go the go giver. Definitely want to pick it up. It's a great book. I love that. I'm yeah. going to pick it up. I'm going to have my team read it. I yeah. actually, you know what? I agree with you. I always try to give something. Um, and you know, I don't expect anything in return. And if I be. get something out of it, great. If I don't, Karma will take care of me. 
Absolutely. So true. And then you have one here, embracing failures. We talked about this a little bit. Embracing failures and succeeding later from the lessons learned from those failures. So, so true. Um, you know, you got to. You, you never. You should never look. I tell my kids this all the time. Don't look at it as a failure. Look at it as a learning experience. It, it, as long as you, if you can switch the, the mindset of what a failure is, it's really just a learning experience. You know, that's really what it is. Yeah, I agree. I, I you know, it sucks when you screw up. But I think if you stay down there for a little bit and you learn from it, you just get, you grow so much from it and that's how you become better. Oh, so true. So true. The one thing that I like here too, is that lifting up and supporting other women in business versus a cutthroat mentality. Boy, is that a good one, you know, and not to be sexist or say that, you know, guys don't do that and women do what, but the thing is, is that the cutthroat mentality for women, and I do see that a lot in, in business, it doesn't help anybody. It's there and you're not being sexist. Yeah. Um, I just think that it's, you know, there's enough room for all of us at the top. And I think it's so important to lift other women up. And it's unfortunate that women can be so competitive in an unnecessary way. Yeah. And so mean oh, to each other when yes. we should really be supportive of one another. Absolutely. It's so true. I, I see that all the time. And then the last thing you had, had here was negotiating from a place of empathy. And you know, you don't hear that too much. When you read anything about negotiation, it can be cutthroat. It can be sometimes that it's not a win-win situation. Uh, but I don't think that's the correct way of negotiating. I think that was years ago. That was the way people negotiated. I think today, you know, obviously you have to be strong, but you also have to come from a place of empathy, thinking about the other person. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, there are certain styles of negotiation that that still work if you're like an investment banker, but not if you're dealing with people's homes and they're maybe their biggest investment of their life yeah. and some somewhere that they're going to come back to every day and try and find solace. Yeah. And I think that, you know, people make memories in their homes and they want to sell them to a good person. We all know that doesn't always happen, Yeah. but if everybody can kind of win, I think instead of there being a winner and a loser, I think that that is, is the best way to go. And I think empathizing with both sides and trying to just really understand people and understand their motivation and what's super important to them is the best way to negotiate and listening. Because if you just talk, you're not going to learn anything. If you listen, the silence is awkward and somebody's (laughs) going to talk and you found out more information that you need to know to help them, you know, make the right decision. So true. So true. So tell me something that you do that's not real estate or work or all this stuff that you really enjoy doing that, uh, that we would be like, Oh, that's cool. Well, I travel a lot, but I try to turn that into work. Um, I work out. I like to work out. I love my two rescue dogs, Seamus and Fiona. They're my children. Awesome. Yeah. I saw that on here. What kind of dogs? What kind of dogs? So they're both mutts. Uh, I had them DNA tested, so I know what they are, but it yeah. would take me probably an hour to give you all their breeds. Uh, Seamus kind of looks like Tramp from Lady and the Tramp, but he's blonde. And Fiona looks like a Chihuahua, but she's only a little bit Chihuahua, and she's got Yorkie coloring. So she's really cute, but not yappy. So no, um, so no skydiving cute. for you? No, like, bungee jumping, none of that stuff? I love a good roller coaster, I'll tell you. Oh, I there you go. I go bungee jumping. I won't go skydiving because my mom had a friend whose parachute didn't open and I promised her I'd never do it. 
Oh, oh, that's terrible. Oh, my gosh. That was a bad one to bring up. Hugo, you should have told me not to say that. <laughs> no, that's terrible. But, yes, yeah, so I loved having you on here. You'll have to come back again because that went really fast, really fast. What a great conversation. But, yeah, so let's get together again on, on uh, the podcast here and see where things go with your pets, with all that other stuff going on, too. That'd be great. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. All righty, there you go. There you have it. Kelly Robinson. Man, she's kicking butt up in New York City. Now she's going to Miami. She's going to be kicking butt down there, too. I can guarantee you that. But, yeah, if you are in New York, you're in Miami, and you need a house, and you want to look her up, also make sure you check out when she gets that pet stuff going on. I'm going to have that on our social media pages. And also check out her podcast. It's found pretty much everywhere. It's Kelly Minds Her Manners, and Manners is spelled M-A-N-O-R-S. All right, that's about it. We'll see you again next Thursday at 7 p.m. Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136.